Ravishing case. I have killed a reaper. In all, in all honesty, Amazing. in real life. Yeah, um, it was some dude dressed like a grim reaper, and I kind of hit it with my car. It was like Halloween. I think kids dress up for this and like run around for candy, and I just kind of ran over one of them. Never heard of it, but good for you. You never heard of a uh, grim reaper or Halloween? Halloween. Ah, all right. Yes, it's a wonderful event. It's like cosplay, but on a specific day. Hmm. Yeah. And not as skimpy outfits. It sounds terrible. It sounds horrible. Oh, my God. Totally off subject and blowing the whole organization of this show out of the water. You never guess what happened at PAX East. <laughs> I guess I won't. What happened at PAX East? Chainsaw Lollipop cosplay girl. like the I know. She girl. got thrown out. Yeah, she got thrown out for being too skimpy. Yeah. Um, well, because they, also, they said it wasn't too skimpy. They said it was because they thought she was a booth babe. Oh, is that what it was? It Technically, was she didn't get kicked out the day we saw her in the in the cheerleader outfit. No, she well, we Saturday we saw her in the cheerleader outfit, and then she switched to a pink one. Yeah, but it was like a skin tight like latex thing. Yeah, yeah, I'll skin tight her latex. Wait, that makes no sense. That Anyhow, doesn't make sense. Let's go back to the show. So, Bats, uh, how how you been, man? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, just just good. Uh, any game well, happening? Well, well, you know. I would be doing better. And frankly, people would know all about how I've been doing if they have been listening to our podcast for the last month or so. But you you died, resurrected, resurrected, is that a word? No, resurrected. Yeah, you did that. Um, then you died again. And then um, we recorded an episode, a full episode, ladies and gentlemen, probably one of the best episodes you ever heard. In fact, there was one point in the episode where I made a joke and Case laughed hysterically and said, quote, that's the funniest thing you've ever said, and you will never hear it. I think I actually said at that moment that, and but too bad no one's ever going to hear this, because I just really stopped recording right then. Yeah, He is not lying. There was a malfunction in uh, Batcave Case uh, system world implosion the thunderdrome yes my, my wonderful cave of heaven i don't know what hell happened but one of our episodes has been destroyed it is now locked away with episode zero that no one's have heard yet uh, uh so you did save it oh i still have it yes oh perfect, perfect wonderful brilliant so if anyone ever wants to hear us what we sound like on walkie talkies yeah game on one of these days we're just gonna have to have an episode that's all cut together of crappy episodes <laughs> Oh, so wait, the, the standard show? Standard show. Standard right. show. So, so bad. So you've been gone for a while. So, uh, uh, yeah, you've been gone. I'm blaming you. Um, so why don't you just like throw out some things you've done over the last month that you think the listeners like would like to hear about the games you might have played? Um, I was born. I exterminated the dinosaurs. Awesome. Um, let's see. Oh, there was the Big Bang. Now I'm pretty proud of that. <laughs> I said the last week, not the last, oh. not your lifetime. Oh, okay. But in the last week? Yes. Uh, I can't remember that far back. 
Um, let, let me just, I'll list off, let me list off some of the things I've been playing or, 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 well, I'll just throw out the ones that you really liked. Like, don't tell me the ones that you pulled out of your ass because you want to get some trophies because there's some like trophy whore that thinks that if he gets all the trophies in the world, he'll get a trophy in real life that he can wear around as a suit at PAX East and have little girls rub him for good luck. That totally happened though. Well, that's true, but they rubbed you for other reasons. Oh, I, I do love a good rub. <laughs> So anyhow, so what were some of the things that your highlights, your highlight uh, reel? Mass Effect 3, played yes. that. I heard that people don't like the ending of it, which I still have not gotten to, so don't ruin it all for me. But apparently the Better Business Bureau has officially said that there's false advertising with Mass Effect 3. Really? I think that's bullshit. Okay, picture this. You saw Lost, right? No. Okay. Um, I saw Lost. I saw Lost. Okay. I was going to say Twin Peaks. Yeah, oh, yeah, baby. I know. Okay. I, I watched it all. Okay. Time, so, so, so one of those shows, you've seen Twin Peaks, Lost, something like that. I don't care what it is. Your favorite comic book, whatever. Okay. So at the end of it, let's just say you didn't like the ending, right? Yes. I'm not saying what the ending is, but you didn't like it. At the end of whether it was a comic book or that television show, did at any point you think, I'm going to sit down and write the Better Business Bureau because this was bullshit. Or did you think, well, that was a shitty ending? Um, usually I probably think this is a shitty ending. And then I go on a rant for like five minutes to somebody about how we should go to California, find the writers, introduce their faces to my hockey stick. I'm like, uh, writers, this is my hockey stick. His name is Lenny. Yes. And then I, and I swing it. Oh, I thought you were just like, and introduce them. You know, because I, I love that um, Shemanamanamanamana uh, movie. What was that movie? With the aliens. And at the end, they say, swing away. Swing away. It's, um... Yeah. Signs. It's, it's, oh, it's terrible. That's what it is. But well, anyhow, the Better Business Bureau was said that they falsely advertised because on the back of the box, it said, decisions you make completely shape your experience. And that was an absolute statement. It... Not an indecision. It... it, it Shapes my experience. Yes, different different people will be alive or dead in my game. Yes, yes. Anyhow, so all right, move on. What else have you played? Well, well, I can't talk too much about the ending since I haven't actually got there yet. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I think well, I just want to say this. It. I think that supposedly they're going to cave and put in one that will show reflect more of what's going on. And as much as whether I liked or did not like the ending, um, I think that caving to, you know, any, any group of individuals when you're creating something that, that we have strived to call an art form. Um, if people were like, I don't like the end of Romeo and Juliet, they both die. What? They both like, die? Dude, spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. Um, and Shakespeare was like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What happens is Juliet actually has an antidote for the poison and brings it back to life and everybody's super happy. Yay. And then it was like, good. That's, I like that ending much more. But Did you, uh, you know, there's a, there's a movie out by Disney called like Tromeo. Romeo. No, it's called Romeo and, and, and Juliet. Yeah, they changed that name. You know. Yes, yes, yes. I've seen this film, this piece of film. Noir? No, a, what's an what's an arty word for film? I think cinema. Film, Let's go with cinema. Isn't film the arty word for movie? No, I think cinema is. A piece of cinema cinematography. There you go. You've seen it. A fine, fine piece of cinematography which involves garden gnome features that come to life when you're not looking. Oh, yeah. Well, mm. anyhow. 
Mm. So they changed the ending. So moving on, moving on. So you don't feel that you should complain about it because it's like art, and sometimes you just don't like how art is. But yeah. you have to you have to live with art because if it's not stick to your is, principles. Yeah, art is a. Um, it's that's the yeah, that's the vision that they came up with. Yeah, deal with it, and if they don't like it, they can make Mass Effect Four, and I will buy that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, any other game highlights? Over the last, um, I played uh, Kingdom of uh, Amalong. Oh, yeah, right. I heard rumors that you played a ton of it. Actually, The Reckoning. That game is frigging huge. Okay, it's it's. It's it's like an MMO essentially, but a single player MMO, and it's huge. What I uh, I didn't like was I hit the level cap pretty quick, but it, it normal person probably would I would say, but um, and they are coming out with DLC at a nice pace. So the game came out about a month later, first DLC, plowed through that. So, so you weren't all about the Mass Effect Three DLC on day one. I bought that. Yeah, I'm just saying, is that a- Good pace or a bad pace? I'm I'm okay with that. Like if if you build a game and it's going to come out and you've got additional um, pieces of uh, levels or gameplay that would not be included in the normal game and that maybe you worked on after the game was shipped because you got to send they got to have to send it to the all the console people to get certified gold and whatnot so they can um so they can ship it. Yeah. In that time, they're working on this DLC and it, and it's done. I, I, I would love to have it at day one. That's fine. And, you know, people say like, Oh, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. People love to say that. Um, it's on day one, but I mean, Mass Effect, I was done with it in the first week and yeah, I want some more DLC, but I would have liked if, if it had, if it had three DLCs day one, I would have bought all three. So, <laughs> I mean, uh, whether that's, I mean, long as I don't think that they're just, Totally trying to take advantage of you and compartmentalize the game down to just being yeah. like, okay, you know, you don't get this level or something like that. But, um, then I, then I think it's fine if it's going to be stuff that, that wouldn't have been in there. If, yeah. Yeah. You know, in the past when we didn't have the ability to get DLC. All right. Cool. So, so, yeah. and, so Kingdom was awesome and huge and had good pacing for DLC for you. Yeah. And there's another one coming out, uh, next week. And so that's, that's pretty good. And, um, I find it pretty good. I also, uh, I played The Syndicate. Oh, yeah. I played some of that. The game was, um, was harder than I thought. I, it, for, for, uh, being on a podcast called Throne Controllers, I, I only threw my controller occasionally. And, uh, that game, a few times, I, I was, I was, I was kicking my coffee table and I was, I was punching. I was. I yelled "fuck" more than a few times. Well, what do you think about the game in general? Like, I played. I haven't played too far into it because of my resurrection it takes a while. Um, but uh, I, I got like I think like past like the first few levels, and um, I actually was enjoying myself. I, I, I thought I, it was pretty well played. I want more. I think it needed more RPG elements. Mm-hmm. It was. It was definitely like a shooter. That was uh, definitely was. Yeah. Uh, and I, I thought maybe it'd be more of, you know, more, yeah. you got to, to hone your own skills. You're more thinking of the do sex, like, right. Well, even, even then I would like even more than that. And the uh, very linear story. And I felt like it was a story that I thought had potential to go where, but really seemed like it didn't go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. 
I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. So, I don't know. I thought I it, was, know it was like I agree. There was some difficulty level though on it, and I think my, I think the w- biggest problem for my difficulty level was picking the right guns for the right situation. Um, so there's a few times I would die, and I'm like, oh yeah, if I had this gun out, or if I had this gun combo, because I, you know, I had to carry a sniper rifle around. Uh, but then like, well, that's stuff, that's I pretty much used the sniper rifle, like yeah. But there's a lot of times though where like it, the quick switch to another weapon wasn't quick enough, and I was like, ah, yeah. Well, there was I felt like there was some cheap deaths. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um, what what else on your side, man? I played. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I mentioned this on the last, last show we were on. Probably not because it's been about a hundred years, but I played Saints Row the third and I really, really liked that game. We did talk about that. Are you sure it wasn't last episode? No, no, no. I, I know last. it wasn't because we we're talking about the dildo bet. Sh- all right. Yes. I'm well aware of my dildo. Well, there's some, there, there's some DLC that came out for it and it's still good. All right. <laughs> that works for me. Um, well, so as, I'm the set takeover now, by the way. As as Bats was um, hinting to earlier, I did have um, a death apparently and was resurrected. And in that time period, I have played barely, ne- nearly none, no, no games. Like as as I hinted at to you, Bats, I, I did play some Syndicate, not a lot. I have played Mass Effect. I probably I'm actually pretty close to the end of Mass Effect Three, I believe. Probably if I put another hour, hour and a half into it, I'll probably finish it. Um, I think. But that's really. Oh, I mean, oh, the Alan Wake. Um, I need to play that. Uh, I think, Bats, I think you'll like it. It is it is basically an open world uh, experience, unlike the other one, it was more linear. Um, I mean, there's still, like, you have to do certain missions in order, but it is more like an open board where you can, like, run around and find stuff and find weapon caches and stuff. Where the, And there's, like, no loading screen. It's kind of, like, all in this one big world. So I think you'll like that a lot better than I would. Um, but I think oh. it's still... It's still, I mean, it's still Alan Wake, and I still really like the game. So that 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 reminds me that you know those the two games we're kind of looking for to come out was Alan Wake, and then uh, I'm Alive. I I played that too. Uh, well, I, I played some of it. I haven't actually completed it yet. You, that game, you some people are definitely just gonna hate it. Some people are gonna like it. It's 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 frustrating at times. Um, it's I don't know. It's it's one of those games that. That the people that, um, that would like this type of gameplay, which is, it's a, it's a little bit different than, um, than, uh, gameplay of come before. I mean, the majority of the time you walk around with no bullets. And if you're lucky, you have one bullet. I don't think I've ever had more than one bullet. It's kind of like, I think Metro 2033 is kind of like that too, where Metro, you've seen very uh, they, limited on ammo. You had very limited on ammo and actually in a lot of cases was currency. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but you still had enough where, you know, you could use, uh, you could shoot a lot of times. You just had to be conservative with yeah, it. Yeah. This is like so far I'm like halfway through the game and I think I've come across a total of six bullets. Like th- <laughs> that's pretty sad. Yeah, yeah. And the six bullets usually I only get a bullet when I have to shoot another guy with a gun. So I walk up, I put my hands up and he walks towards me with his gun, he starts talking shit and then I quickly pop him one and drop him and grab his his gun with his bullet. And then his friend comes over with a knife and I stab his friend and then I get to keep a bullet. I'm like, woo. Huh. That seems like a very interesting Friday night you had. Yeah. 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 I, I didn't, I totally forgot that it even came out because I was been so busy. Um, I need to download that and check it out. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting. It's got some climbing mechanics, but the whole time you're climbing, you lose stamina. So you can uh. fall. 
Yeah. I don't like that. No, I didn't really like it either. <laughs> but the good thing, the weird, the weird part, like good and stupid thing is that your stamina is going down, but if you drink some water or eat some peaches or something while you're climbing, your stamina goes back up. Well, like, that's, I'm so glad that they added the reality of stamina into the game so that, you know, it feels more real that you're climbing. Cause when I go out climbing, usually I just drink some water and I, I'm re-energized. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah. there's one thing where you can put like a, essentially like a carabiner or something in the, in the wall, you know, or wherever you're climbing to kind of lean against and rest. Yeah. Like if you, if you have one, I don't know what they're called. They're like those, you know, those, those spikes. Yeah. Know. I understand it. Carabiner is fine. That, that's kind of part of it. But, um, uh, and that understand because you could, you could lean back and rest. That makes yeah. sense. But if you're climbing, you're like trying to hold yourself up. Then for me to like, Eat I don't orange. know, tur- yeah, turn over and oh, crack open a, a can of, uh, can of peaches and try to eat those. That, <laughs> I mean, well, you're, you're a really good climber, apparently. Yeah. I'm just go hold on to the edge of my feet and rest while I'm eating my peaches. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. All right. So that's kind of like our little highlight reel, right? For the last month or so. Um, sure. Sure. So, so why don't we go, since we're doing highlights, this is really the highlight episode or the return of, of case and bats finally stopping yelling at me. Um, I, I do enjoy yelling at you. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but why don't we do a highlight of, of what, what happened last weekend? What was that called again? I can't um, remember some kind was, of show. It was called the PAX show. Oh, I think they call it PAX. No, or, that, that, that's not how you'd spell it then. Or Penny Arcade Expo. Um, Expo starts with an X. Apparently, in the new fangled world of the internets. Oh. Yeah, us old people don't understand that stuff. So anyhow, um, as most people know, the PAX East happened last weekend. And uh, me and Bats, of course, went there to uh, put our eyes on the ground. Wait, put our feet on the floor, put our eyes on the ground, put our eyes on the feet. Boots boots on the field? I just went to look at girls. But anyhow, um, so... That's, uh, why don't you tell me your most exciting thing you saw at PAX East? Lollipop Chainsaw Girl. Okay, let's talk about something that's not a girl that we will never be able to touch with a 10 port pole. Well, we probably will be. I probably could have touched her, but it would have got escorted out. Yes. Well, how about, how about your favorite? We'll start with your favorite video game that you saw on the floor. Uh, Define Saw. <laughs> well, I walked by the booth and said, oh, yeah, I forgot about that game. I I, I really want to buy that game. Well, okay, really buy? Because, I mean, we walked by, obviously, Max Payne 3 a bunch, but we already both have that pre-ordered. Well, yes. And um, I... Uh, Something that caught your eye and said, oh, that's exciting, versus, like, Max Pack, Max Pack... Oh, my God. Max Payne 3, it's like, oh, yeah, there's a booth over there for the game I've already seen a thousand videos for. I mean, what what caught your eye? Um, well, for mainstream games, uh, Dragon's Dogma. Okay. So, uh, I think that looks interesting. It's either going to be really good or terrible. <laughs> I actually don't even remember seeing it, so I can't speak onto what I saw for it. Right. And then we spent a lot of time over in the, with the indie games, though, I think. Yeah, we did. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one game. Well, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. We're gonna say what? What, what is it, any game that you see that you really? Look- so the one that really caught my eye was um, <sighs> damn. I wish I had my sheets in front of me. Um, was it that thief one? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Monaco, I think it was called. I'll take your word for it. I'm watching the video right now. I I, t- I took of it. So it's it's a it's a game where 
it's a little indie game and uh, there's it's a, up to four players and you walk around and you can see a floor plan and based on where you're looking you kind of it illuminates it's really hard to describe it illuminates a kind of the area you're looking at and each character has different skills one is um, really good with locks so he can unlock doors quicker one could tunnel through walls and stuff like that and you're trying to go in and uh you know make it to you know the exit and, and get uh loot and whatnot uh looked really interesting vibrant colors like a lot of a lot of colors in the different areas so it wasn't all grays i mean when your flashlight lights up an area it's not just gray i mean the whole room could be yeah bright blue or something like that so really really good use of colors and um you might uh, come across guards or dogs or whatnot or something like that so uh, yeah so just so to help you out here it is called monaco like i thought um it's it's developed by pocket watch games uh they describe it as a top-down view of a cooperative uh, pr- uh perform platform heist uh, game using specialized thief characters uh so yeah, there you go. And also won uh, the 2010 GDC Independent Games Festival Award, the Seamus McNeil Grand Prize, and Excellent in Design Award. See, so and I also uh, I also saw I saw t- t- two other games that I thought looked. I mean, I saw a lot of like I said, a lot of games I thought interesting. Yeah. But I know this game's already out. It's um um it's uh kill a lot of robots. Yes, it is Kill All Robots by uh, the Merge Studios. Yeah, and so uh, you know, I saw that, and and when I heard the name at first, I thought, all right, it's just another thing. But it actually looked like it would be fairly entertaining, like you know, to to go out and play. So uh, I, I checked. I like to check that out. There yeah. Also, a, a real simple game that looked like it was um uh, uh probably for going to be for like the um, maybe the iPhone or something. It's actually called Shoot Many Robots. Sorry. Sorry, sorry. I'm drunk. Yes. Um, this game was called Girls Like Robots. I don't even know what this game is. So it was, it was, it looked like it was probably, um, might be used for like an iPad or something like that. So you've got these spaces and you get these cards. So it says, it says Girls Like Robots. So what you're trying to do is make people happy. So there's maybe there's um six squares. So you put um uh a robot in the center, or well, the center square at the top, and then you put a girl in each corner. So so yeah. the girls are happy because they don't want to be next to each other, but they can be in a robot. And then yeah. then but then you don't want to put uh, another girl at the bottom corner because then they'll be next to each other, so they won't be happy. So you you do that. And then there's other things like there's like nerds, nerds like like corners or or something like that. Like there's all these different things. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And um, um, uh, but nerds don't like to be next to each other and stuff like that. So you try to get the the maximum level as you're putting these cards down. So you're putting them down like against someone else. No, it looked like it was just trying to get a score going, kind of like an Angry Birds type of thing. Or do you get like a card and you don't know what the next card is going to be? No, it says it's you don't know what the next card is going to be, be, but it does say that it does tell you how many of each. Like it'll say you're gonna get four girl cards and three robot cards. Oh, I see. Yeah, and I didn't know girls liked robots. That that's good to know. And the the last one that I um that I uh that I checked out, I think when you weren't around, was it, it looks like an RTS almost, but it's called it's called Air Mech. Air Mech, okay. 
I think I saw some of the videos of this. I don't, I didn't actually get to see it. Like, so it was like this, you're flying this, this mech that could yeah. land and stuff like that, but there was, they were flying over these bases. I didn't actually get to talk to the guy about it, but if you flew over one for a while, it changed to your color. It, and it had some very RTS looking, uh, stuff to it. It's kind of like you captured that base type thing, probably. Yeah. So, but it looked kind of interesting. Yeah. I remember I actually saw it and I was, I got excited for a second because I thought it was maybe, um, uh, what the hell's the name of those games? The flying game, like 1942 style shooting game. Like there was a game and I told it's going to be horrible because I'm not going to know any names for it, but there's this game back uh, in the arcade. Uh, it's an arcade cabinet game that was like 1942, but you know, with better graphics and I had this 3d view of it where you could like fly down in between buildings and stuff while you're flying across the map. Mm-hmm. And I, it was like one of my favorite arcade cabinets of all time, which it sucks. I don't remember the name of it. So I spent a shit ton of money there, but like when I first saw that, it kind of reminded me of it until I saw him take over a base, and I was like, "Oh, you bastards!" So uh, I, I don't. That's all I remember is that base takeover, like you saw. So I can't help you, <laughs> right? Right. So that's cool. Um, for me, I think uh, I don't. I mean, all, like you said, all the mainstream games or games that we've heard about. Um, I mean, well, that one game I never heard about with Firefall. I mean, it's never been advertised any anywhere or any. Oh man, no, no. <laughs> um, that's sarcasm, people, because it's everywhere. Anyhow, uh, I think the the game that I think I mean Tribes was there, but it really didn't get me excited. Uh, I really don't think there was any games I saw on the floor that got me excited. But all the Bioshock advertisements made me want to still buy the new Bioshock. Um, but that's about it from like the mainstream games. Uh, I think I, I agree with you with like the Monaco game was really cool, but the game that I'm really excited from the indie world was Anti Chamber. Which has been developed in like in development now for like ten years or something gone crazy. Uh, it's by um, a, guy, a single guy named Alexander Bruce. Uh, he basically is modifying the hell out of Unreal Engine to make this game, and the game is like an insanely crazy puzzle. Like if you think about like kind of like a portal game, but like even more insane from the puzzle standpoint. Uh, from like the people I know in the Unreal world, like the stuff he's done to the Unreal Engine is like insane stuff that most people never would think about doing. It's really hard. So it's an FPS puzzle game, like but like a kind of like a psychological twist to it. Uh, so that looked really cool. I didn't get my I didn't get to do the hands on with it, uh, but we did. Me and uh, Bass did get to hear him speak at one of the panels, and he seemed like a really cool guy too. So I think it comes out. I think he's trying to get out this year, and he just got. Funded by the Indie Fund, which last game the Indie Fund funded was that uh, Cube game I was talking about. The start with a Q. That was like a puzzle game. So that one, I got pretty. I got more excited seeing it. Uh, so that that would definitely be a game on my list as soon as it comes out. What about that? Um, I'm I'm totally going off the cuff here, so it's 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 gonna sound um it's um it was that uh, that. The, the sequel to that game where the, you get to be the monster. Oh, the game where you get to be the monster. And you're fighting against the Marines. Oh, yeah, that game was, oh, yeah, uh, National Select, Natural Selection. Yeah, that was actually a surprise for me on the floor. It, 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 again, since it had its own huge booth, I kind of think my brain kind of filtered it out. So for those uh, that never played, there was a game, I'm not sure exactly when it came out, but I played a lot of it in 2002, 2003-ish. Um, I, I did a lot of LAN parties and what it was called is called, it's, the game's called Natural Selection. It's a multiplayer game. Um, and basically the, the two teams are, you're either the Marines or you're the, 
aliens. Uh, not aliens as in the movie Aliens, but a different set of aliens. Each team has a set of different characters you can play. Uh, Marines, usually, it's kind of like everyone's a Marine, but then one guy takes over like the command center, and he comes kind of like, his game becomes more like RTS, where he like sees a map as other Marines unlock areas, and he can drop down turrets, he can drop down waypoints way like, for the Marines to follow, he can drop down equipment. And then the Marines, as the equipment gets dropped down, like, you know, I might tell my, the guy who's doing the, the commander, hey, give me sniper rifle. And I'd be like the sniper then. And like another person might get heavy armor or someone else might get, you know, machine gun. So that's kind of how the Marine side works. And then, uh, aliens one, basically you can, there's different breeds of aliens. Um, and like some of them are like fast and like can run up walls and around walls. Some of them have like, but they don't have distance weapons. Some of them have like distance weapons, but are kind of weak. So the Marine sees them first, you know, I think one has stealth. So, like, you can go invisible and sneak up. And so, the Marines are trying to kill your mother ship base area. Um, I, I don't remember if there's, a, like, a queen or something, but there's some kind of base that they're trying to destroy. And then the aliens are trying to get to where the, the commander is and destroy the Marines' base. So, it's kind of – I like the game because it's – you got the different fields the different sides. Um, and so, like I said, I played a ton of it in 2002. So, I, I didn't even know – it wasn't even on my radar or something coming out. So, that was that was a pretty exciting thing to see um i mean it is only um multiplayer there is no like single player game of this so i, I don't even know if, if they're gonna sell it or if it's gonna be a mod or what that was pretty cool that's good 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 call out there daddy anything else you see that you were particularly excited about besides the guys getting real tattoos and getting their head shaved wow just so you know people that was for uh was it far cry 3 i think you got a free one or assassin's creed if you got a tattoo of assassin's creed or something like that oh uh, yeah it was far cry um, from the floor, there wasn't anything that excited me per se. Um, I think one of the things that, well, well, let's say, was there any other games that, that came to you first at all? Um, I mean, uh, I'm, you know, there was, like I said, there was stuff that was already, we walked by the, um, the colonial marine alien aliens game there that, uh, it's going to be literally the aliens game. Yeah. Um, and, and uh, I want to play that game. The sound effects, you know, sound like aliens sound effects. <laughs> so hopefully it's good. If the sound effects are good, then it must be good. All right. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think, uh, well, and then uh, there was, uh, there was XCOM, which we didn't actually get to see, but yeah, I've heard some people were talking good about, it, but I think a lot of people I saw talking good about it was more like from the standpoint of, oh, it's an RTS. I really just want to get my hands on it. Yeah. Oh, look at that. So, um, my, my question, so you went, I know you don't go to the many panels as I went to, but was there any panels that you got really excited about? Um, you know, I would have liked to go to more, but, um, I did have fun at the, um, that, that, that last one we went to. The Mega 64? Yeah. You don't want to name them on, on our show, did well, you? I, well, I didn't want to throw them, I didn't want to throw them all our viewers. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was pretty funny. But, uh, so my favorite one, which you didn't get to go to, um, was actually like I was on the Saturday late Saturday night, um, and it was called Plot versus Play, mm-hmm. which had um, Ken Levine, which is one of my gods. He, uh, you know, Irrational Games, Bioshock, System Shock. You know, the creator of probably some of my favorite games over the years. Chris Avalon, which was from Obsidian Entertainment. Um, you know, Fallout, for example. He designed, creative director for Fallout Three. I, I've heard of that game. Yeah, yeah, he also did like uh, Planetscape, Planetscape back in the day, 
And then I don't know his name because he wasn't on the list to be there, but it was the creative director of um, BioWare and specifically Dragon Age and, and some of the Mass Effect stuff. And so this whole, the whole panel was about the difficulties for how to write a story that you can be involved in, but also not take away gameplay and how to mix it together and, and stuff like that. It was really interesting, um, viewpoint and, you know, and, and it, you know, with the whole Mass Effect 3 ending thing that, that it was kind of interesting to see what these guys thought, which, you know, like Ken Levine's like, I'm making a game that I'm not trying to tell you a story. I'm not going to, you know, stop my story because of something you want. But it was like kind of one of the interesting things I thought, and, and Ken Levine brought this up was how every time you're creating different games, there's a different type of style. So you have like the Naughty Dogs, um, Uncharted, Nathan Drake. It is Nathan Drake. He's, um, it's not you. You're playing, you know, you're following the story of this guy. Right. You know what his face looks like. You know what he is. It's his personality. So there's one the difficulty about that is you got to write this character so people like him. Um, but it's a little, he's like, it's a little easier because you're not trying to make them think it is where you have games like, uh, like Fallout where you really don't have, you never see the character. And so you got to make the game fall in to you. And, and it becomes the get player, and so it becomes a lot more difficult because the player wants to play as they would play. Uh, and then there's stuff in between that. Like he was talking about in Bios- the new Bioshock, you actually do get to see uh, what Booth looks like, but you don't see him in the game. So it's a little different, you know, in all these like different ways. And it's actually kind of interesting about how the difficulties that you don't think about whenever you're actually playing the game that these guys have to go through. Um, it, was, it was interesting too because... Ken was making really horrible jokes. <laughs> Anyhow, I, so I think it was really, I, I wish you could have been there. I think you would have liked it a lot. Yeah, that sounds interesting. Yeah. I, I might write up some things they said later and put it somewhere. Like on sure, a, like, sure. Well, yeah. Nah, no one does that. <laughs> so, uh, was there anything else you wanted to bring up for PAX East? No, I mean, it was, you know, standard group. I, I wish they had, uh, you know, I feel like it's getting more and more just, uh, here are the games that are, that you already know are coming out in the next few months. I wish there was some more, more games I didn't really get to, you know, know about. I know that's more of a, that's more of an E3 thing, but, um. No, some like announcements would be cool. I agree. Uh, just something or, or, you know, something that, you know, maybe it's like, uh, an excuse, an exclusive trailer. Only if you, you know, we went there or something like yeah, that. Yeah. I don't know. Probably with exclusive trailers, though, they always show up the day after too. Right. Well, because you can record it. Because you gotta wait in like four hundred hours of lines to see those. Yeah, that's the other thing is that um, I mean, they, they, they I, I think we would. I'd play more games if the it just you go to the show for three days and you could probably play six games. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, and, and it's nothing they can do about that system amount of people. But well, also, I mean, what they could is they could they could open up this. You know, there there is more space, and they could have yeah. more more demo boots, but they'd have the bigger boots and whatnot. But. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully, I mean, this is only a third year. Maybe we'll get better. I've heard I've heard Pax Prime is a lot better for that type of stuff. So maybe we should just go there next time. It's okay. So, you know, we went to, went to PAX as we just discussed and, uh, you know, talked about some of the games we've been playing. You know, we've been gone for a while. Um, but, uh, what's that? I forgot to mention the worst thing about PAX East. What was the worst thing? That Keith Apicary got kicked out before his panel. Worst thing ever. That's all. 
And why did he get kicked out? Uh, he interrupted someone else's panel. And also ran around with the pants off. Who hasn't run around with their pants off? In fact, I'm probably going to run around with my pants off after the show's over. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> you, should, you, should, you should put that on a site of some kind if we had one. All right. I will, uh, if I run around half naked, I will make sure to record it and put it on our website. Fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> That's Catherine Cosplay at its finest. Oh, yeah. There you go. There was Catherine. Oh, well, actually, well, before, before we end the show, what was your favorite cosplay you saw? Lollipop Chainsaw Girl. She wasn't count. She was paid. Okay. Do you remember um, any of the cosplay that you saw? Yeah, I saw. I I, th- I saw a, a big daddy there with the drill that really ran. I thought it was pretty good. It spun around, and he was he was pretty good. Awesome. I actually watched the um, cosplay um, show thing, pageant, whatever you want to call it, the parade. Yes, and. I maybe you know what these guys are from, but I couldn't figure out what they're from. They're like dressed in like blue garb, but they had these big tanks in their back that had like well, the one guy had smoke coming out the top of the tank of the thing, and they had like big guns that were attached to these tanks. I have no idea what they're from, but it was really um. I'm, your description is lacking. I'm guessing. Well, I, I, all right. So it looks like a Team Fortress like big strong dude, but none of the Team Fortress guys have these tanks on their back. Like not not a tank, like a tank as in holding of liquid tank, not a tank as in a tank, and and I have no idea what they're from. But they were like the one guy had like dry ice or something inside of it, so it was actually smoking out the top of it. It was actually pretty cool. I so have, know, to, I have I know, to see it. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to look it up and find out what it is. But I thought that was pretty neat. Um, there was a, some other person that had like a big long, like arachnid body, and had like the woman's top. You know, the front was a woman, and the back was like this big long arachnid, which was pretty sweet. So there was some cool stuff, I guess. But yeah, I'll chainsaw definitely. Lots Probably. of lots of Mass Effect three cosplay. Yeah, which is I don't know. Uh, it's nothing special to me with those because no, but it, it, you you would think that it was the biggest game of the year. Well, I think it was the biggest game of the year <laughs> since the year is only three months old. Yeah, well, we'll Wait, see about that. There was actually I was amazed that I saw like four Elizabeths. Uh, or so, which yeah. Well, I think it's a f- a fairly easy one to do. That's why. I mean, not fairly easy, but I mean, it, it it's uh, you know, just old old timey. Yeah. Well, the problem is, is well, the only reason I say it's interesting to me is that the game isn't out yet. <laughs> like, how you cosplaying something you haven't played yet? The game could suck ass. Yeah, it's true. Cosplaying from a trailer. Yes. Well, anyhow, shoot. <laughs> That'd be funny. Right. They, they remove Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! My cosplay's ruined. All right. So we're back, everybody, and 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 if Case doesn't break my heart once again, we'll we'll be back on a consistent basis moving forward. Um, so what we need from you is we need emails. So you can send those in to podcast at thronecontrollers.com. We'll read those on the air. You can also go to our site and check it out, thronecontrollers.com. You can also check us out on the Twitter at Controller Talk or on the Facebook. Uh, like us there. Uh, Case occasionally puts up uh, humorous anecdotes or, or some of his illustrious candy art if he's feeling up to it. Uh, you can also game with us. I'm Mike Man on the PS3 or Mike Man 718 on the Xbox 360. Case is Seeker Shinobi on the Xbox 360 and Seeker underscore Shinobi on the PlayStation 3. And until next week, this has been episode 28. Take two. 
Exactly. And we out. Go down.